welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Rebecca Lawrence and this is Voices. In this set of interviews, I will be focusing on issues of inclusion, diversity and allyship through intimate conversations with wine industry professionals from all over the globe. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps us cover equipment, production and publication costs. And remember to subscribe and rate our show wherever you tune in. This episode is proudly sponsored by Vivino, the world's largest online wine marketplace. The Vivino app makes it easy to choose wine. Enjoy expert team support, door-to-door delivery, and honest wine reviews to help you choose the perfect wine for every occasion. Vivino, download the app on Apple or Android and discover an easier way to choose wine. Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This is the Voices series with me, Rebecca Lawrence. This week, I'm joined by entrepreneur and Italian wine lover, Togba Cimenci. Welcome to the podcast, Togba. Thank you. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you for having me here. Uh, I am one of the fans of Italian Wine Podcast, specifically when we have the Professor Shien's. I don't want the conversation to be ended. So for me, it's amazing to talk in Italian Wine Podcast with you. We're so happy to have you. So I like to start these conversations by asking my guest to introduce themselves to our listeners, giving them a little bit of background about who you are and what you're currently doing. Yeah, for sure. As you know, I'm from Turkey. Uh, I'm an engineer, but a wine professional who decided to follow her heart two years ago and moved to Italy to go deep in Italian wine world. Uh, I got my MBA degree in wine and then WSET Level 2 certification Actually, I will go further with level three and diploma in future. And lastly, Italian Wine Ambassador course in Verona, which was one of the best experiences in my life. I'm actually a trader and now starting to present Italian wines in Turkish market and hopefully later on in other markets like Far East, where I have longer years of business experience. So you didn't obviously start immersed in the world of wine. Like you say, you're, you've been an engineer and you've worked in steel, as I understand. So mm-hmm. how did you come to do the Vinitaly International Academy course? What drove you to take this course specifically? Okay, I decided I decided to to become an Italian wine ambassador uh, because that's that's my biggest passion. I love to do it, and also I see in the industry that there are a lot to do. So I'm excited to use my experience and business point of view while developing myself with the educations. Uh, wine is my passion, but I can say Italian wines are my biggest passion. I think this land is a gift from God, and luckily Italians got it. And actually, I'm thankful to the Italians that they are protecting it at their best. Uh, as said, Italian wines are my biggest passion. I want to know every single detail about them, from how the viticulture started in Italy to the details of every single variety. We have, uh, you know, more than 600 varieties, and this is already a strong motivation to get excited if you really love wine. I wanted to be an Italian wine ambassador because I want to represent these wonderful wines in the best way with my knowledge passion and professionality, every single one deserves to be represented with the same enthusiasm, I think. Your passion definitely comes across. I mean, I've participated in VIA twice with you now, and you're always just so enthusiastic. It's lovely. Yeah, thank you. 
So, of course, you mentioned that you've participated in the Global MBA program at Bologna Business School, uh, where I actually occasionally teach the WSUT, so beautiful school. Can you tell us a little bit about the experience you had as part of this global program and why you chose uh, the MBA at Bologna? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, that's, that's, that's right. I got my uh, diploma from Bologna Business School. And uh, when I say I got an MBA degree in wine, people are getting surprised and asking how. Actually, in this program, you learn how to manage the wine business. I already got an MBA degree in marketing, but this is something more special and focused on one goal. So it was not only the technical side, like we had together as a WSAT course, but also more about meeting with the top level professionals in the industry and creating a network while understanding the dynamics and learning the management and the business side of the industry. So why I choose Bologna? Actually, Bologna is more related with the food, as you know, the region, but Bologna Business School is so strong in wine industry and uh, having a wide network in the industry. So that was the reason that I chose Bologna Business School for doing my uh, MBA degree in wine. I think it's really exciting that you've managed to combine your in-depth knowledge of Italian wine. So with something like Via, the grape varieties, the regions, the soils, with this business perspective, because I think this gives you a real edge in the market that you you have both sides. You have the complete wine geek, but also the business skills, both in you know management and in marketing. I think it's a really impressive approach to make sure you have both things when you're representing Italian wines in another market. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, this was the my goal and my target when uh, I started this journey, actually. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Italian wines in the Turkish market. Obviously, this is a market you know very well. And it's interesting because Turkey has a strong market for its own domestic wines. Obviously, it's a producer of great wines. What is the response to Italian wines like in the Turkish market at the moment? Um, Yeah, Turkey is a wine country, actually, despite the general belief that we do not drink wine. (laughs) With this opportunity, I want to say one more time to the listeners that we drink a lot of wine in Turkey. As you know, the, the wine domestication started in Turkey in that area thousands of years before it started in Italy. So in the history of wine, Turkey has an important role. So we have our autochthonous varieties and as well as international varieties and even some Italians like Sangiovese in Turkey. So in the last 20 years, wine started to be more popular than it was in the past. Uh, as you know, we have another national alcoholic drink, which is also made from grapes. And it is so strong in the market culturally. And I think this is the reason why wine has been the second preference in the past. But as said, it started to get back its dessert value in the last 20 years. We have very good and strong producers which produce very good wines and they won prizes all over the world. Regarding your question about Italian wines in Turkey, actually, they are not the first choice in Turkey. As you said, domestic wines are preferable, while French wines are also preferable when it comes to fine wines. Italy is the second country in number of imports to Turkey, but it still has a long way to go. That's actually one of the strongest reasons that I wanted to be an Italian wine ambassador, because Turkish market needs one to know and to learn the real value and importance of Italian wines. That's really interesting. I hadn't realized that, yeah, the French wines were so strong in Turkey as well. Because like you say, there is this large domestic market and 
and related to that, you are actually a brand ambassador for the Turkish Wine Challenge. Uh, what what does this involve? Tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, for sure. This is actually another exciting point for me. Uh, but previously, I want to, to answer that the, the French wines, that you're surprised about French wines. I think also this is related with the taste that developed during time because we have a lot of international varieties as like they are French, but the international varieties like Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot. In Turkey, the production is a lot, so maybe it, it uh, created a awareness maybe i completely agree that because this is something that's already familiar because it's already existing in turkey and wines are being made from these you know international grapes that does make sense like you say that then there would be a pull towards the french wines because maybe there is a taste profile that's understood whereas with italian wines so much of the market tends to be um, the autochthonous grapes rather than the internationals and therefore maybe that's a little bit more different, a little bit more unusual for, for Turkish drinkers to kind of reach outside of the comfort zone. Definitely, definitely. It's like this, actually. That is one of the strongest reasons that why French wines are preferable in, in Turkish market. Uh, so for Turkish Wine Challenge, so it is a very exciting project. It will be the first international wine competition in Turkey uh, with a very famous jury and more than 200 participant producers from Turkey, from Georgia, from Lebanon and from Italy. Uh, the producers will have the chance of meeting with the new distributors, industry professionals, importers, while their wines will be judged by an international jury. And as the brand ambassador, I'm representing the team here in Italy and trying to catch Italian producers which would like to attend the organization and want to open new doors for themselves in Turkish markets. Because not only it is not only one-sided thing that Italian wines are not super, super popular in Turkey, but also Turkish market is not super popular for Italian producers. So uh, this can be a... A matching point or starting point for both sides. That's a really exciting project. Like you said, it's, it's just going to open doors into markets that perhaps producers haven't considered, which will mean that, you know, maybe a producer is the first of their type to be represented in the market, uh, which will give them an edge in that market and an introduction to completely new consumers that they could then build upon and grow. So I think that sounds like a very exciting prospect for Italian producers looking to export into a new market. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You're right. So is there a particular grape or wine that first made you fall in love with Italian wine? Uh, yeah, actually, first Italy stole my heart. Actually, this is the uh, this is the beginning point. Then it's culture, language and everything she has. But uh, I said the complexity, the diversity and the deep history behind Italian wines make me so excited and reinforces my love to them every single day. But there is a starting point for sure, and it is Cataratto. <laughs> Years ago, yeah, it's so interesting. Years ago, one summer afternoon, I was in the office and I suddenly decided to go for a trip in Sicily. Uh, I got my ticket, booked the hotels, and I, it was only two days after uh, I found myself on the plane to Catania. Uh, and this non-planned free girl trip lasted for 10 days and where I met Cataratto for the first time in my life. And I just fell in love. That's the only explanation. 
And that was the beginning of everything. So Cataratto gave the first dose and I'm still drunk with the love of Italian wines. <laughs> That's so lovely because so many people come to Italian wine through, you know, what people think of as the classics. So maybe Amarone, Barolo, Brunello, but to come through it through Cataratto and, and the Sicily kind of the culture and the love of that there. That's so unusual and yet so lovely. This, I have this vision of you just in the vineyards enjoying the wine on this solo trip. Yeah, yeah. Actually, during my trip, actually, I climbed to, to Etna as well and learned about uh, the, the viticulture around Etna. And it also catched my attention a lot. Like, I mean, wow, it's so interesting. Then when I came back to Turkey and everything started about Italian wine, started to, to search, uh, to start to learn. Then I found myself in Italy in learning Italian wines. <laughs> so what about now? Because you've just participated in Via here in Verona where you've been tasting hundreds of wines. Is there anything new that you're enjoying in Italian wines? Because like you say, there are so many varieties. There's always something to discover. What's your newest love in Italian wine? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, I don't want to classify the Italian wines that I love most, I love least, because like I love them all, but... If I need to select one, there is an unchangeable number one, which is Amarone for me, still. Uh, and I am one of the biggest fans of Sangiovese. Uh, but my new favorites, I just newly discovered them, uh, which are in, in the red varieties, which are Luque and Schiopettino. I am totally in love with two of them. Uh, and for the whites, I can count Verdicchio, Fiano and Grillo as the top three. And we discovered together, actually, I think uh, most of the, my colleagues in, in the VIA course, we discovered together Durello, which uh, just like blow my mind away. And uh, for the sparkling, Franciacorta and Altalanga are my favorites. And for the sweet wines, I am a very, very big supporter and fan of Chaquetra. Oh, Chaquetra, that's a great choice. Not many people think of Chaquetra when they're thinking of sweet wines of Italy. They they go immediately to Pantelleria or Vincenzo, but also for me, Chaquetra is just such a such a surprise when you taste it. Yeah, it, it is something like blowing your mind away. It's like I love the, the balance of the sweetness and the acidity of Chaquetra. And it, it, it is just, uh, for me, I, I, I also like... Uh, the other sweet wines in Italy, but for me, Chaquetra is number one. Now, now I want a glass of Chaquetra with my uh, <laughs> with my with my afternoon. <laughs> so, before we wrap up, I have to ask you, what's next? Where are you headed on your Italian wine journey? Uh, for the education side, I plan to get my WSAT degrees, level three, uh, and the feature in the future the diploma. Uh, my Italian wine ambassador journey is still going on, as you know. And uh, after that course, actually, I also decided to start a sommelier education in autumn to improve my tasting skills and knowledge, uh, because I, I think I, I need a little bit more professional point of view for my tasting skills. Uh, and uh, for the other side, I will be representing Italian wines in my country, and try to create awareness and create the room for them, which they deserve already. Hopefully later on in other markets like Far East, as said, especially in China, where I am more strong in name of networking. Uh, so these will be the next steps in my wine journey, which will take a lot of time, 
but I am so excited to to start all of them. Feels like you've got a lot of work ahead, but it's going to be incredibly rewarding. Yeah, that's true. Tugbert, thank you so much for joining me on the Italian Wine Podcast today. Where can our listeners find you online or on social media? Uh, yeah, actually, on social media, uh, I am using on the Instagram. So actually, they can check and follow Wanderlust Vino account, Wanderlust, which is written with A, not O, <laughs> Wanderlust Vino. So where I'm actively presenting Italian wines. Uh, and actually, I, I love having a diverse follower presentation, not only from Turkey and Italy, but from the other countries, which makes me happy to tell them about my journey in Italy and Italian wines and the producers, because uh, I'm always trying to, to visit local producers as much as I can and trying to show their wines and present uh, new Italian wines, new varieties, new grapes for the, the people who don't know or who are not aware of Italian wines that much. Even in Italy, not too many people, uh, apart from wine professionals, know about Italian autochthonous grapes. So uh, I love sharing my experiences there. So just follow Wanderlust Vino. <laughs> Guys, go and check out what Togba's doing on Instagram. She's got some beautiful photos, great descriptions of the wines. Togba, thank you so much again. Thank you so much to you, Rebecca. It's nice to, to be here with you. And uh, I will keep listening to Italian Wine Podcast for sure. Thank you to everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media, subscribe, and of course you can donate on the website to make sure we can keep these great conversations flowing. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin. everybody italian wine podcast celebrates its fourth anniversary this year and we all love the great content they put out every day chin chin with italian wine people has become a big part of our day and the team in verona needs to feel our love producing the show is not easy folks hurting all those hosts getting the interviews dropping the clubhouse recordings not to mention editing all the material let's give them a tangible fan hug with a contribution to all their costs head to italianwinepodcast.com and click donate to show your love